Social media management is notorious for being high pressure, competitive, and changing literally every day, which is why it isn't surprising that most social media managers get burned out within the first two years. So how do you keep going? How do you stay up with the latest updates, protect your mental health, and build a successful social media management business that supports your lifestyle goals? Whether that's working from home with your kiddos or jet-setting around the world, that's what this show is all about. Welcome to Social Media Manager Confidential. I'm Shantae Gorman, founder of a six-figure social media management agency and mentor to social media managers. And I'm here to dish on the ins and outs of the social media management world without any of the gatekeeping that can come along with it. You'll learn, you'll laugh, and you'll leave each episode inspired. Let's dive into today's episode. Hey there, welcome back to another episode of Social Media Manager Confidential. If this is your first episode, a special welcome and shout out to you. Thank you so much for tuning in. And if this is not your first episode and you're coming back every single week, thank you so, so much for being here and letting me know what you love about the show. Today, I'm giving you 10 actionable steps to going full-time in your social media management agency. So if you're still in your nine to five, working part-time, or are ready to really ramp up your business, this episode is especially for you. Let's dive in. Step number one, select which platforms you want to manage, and you can specialize in just one or choose multiple. So your options typically are Facebook, YouTube, WhatsApp, Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, Snapchat, Pinterest, Twitter, Reddit, or even Google My Business. It really depends on what your clients want and need help with. Where are their clients hanging out? Which brings me to number two. Select the type of clients you want to work with. This could be something as vague as small business owners to as niche as wedding calligraphers located in L.A., You don't have to niche down at first, and I have an episode on this you can go back and listen to, but my recommendation is to figure out through firsthand experience who you do and don't like working with. This means your niche will find you. Niches that I have found tend to be the easiest for new social media managers to work with clients are realtors in large cities like LA, New York, Chicago, Denver, places where they have higher income and property values. Interior design firms, coaches, so business, mindset, spiritual, education, that kind of thing. And they're going to be established coaches, not people who are just starting out, but people who are several years in have had social media working for them to get clients already, but now are too busy to maintain staying consistent. And so they're hiring out help. E-commerce or product-based companies, these are mid-sized companies where they've been doing their own social. They already have products that sell fairly well, but they've gotten too busy to do their own social. And now they're hiring someone on who can help. You can also white label for more experienced social media managers who are growing their team. So you come in, you help create content for their clients, and you work as a team member. But this helps you get some experience. It also makes it so you don't have to go and scramble for clients. You're kind of just helping support theirs. 
It just really depends on what type of work you want to do, if you want to work under someone or not. Photography studios are also great. So these are photographers who have enough clientele or have enough income and business coming in that they can afford to rent a studio space and they are going to want to market that studio space. So they're going to have larger marketing budgets where they can hire a social media manager versus a photographer who works out of their home. Airbnbs are also fun and if they are um, placed in a location where, you know, it's pretty popular for people to visit. They're going to have enough income that they can hire someone to post on social for them. The only thing with this specific one is you're going to need some great photos and videos. So if they don't have that, that's going to be something you're going to have to address, whether you recommend a videographer and photographer or if you're local, um, you can include taking pictures and videos yourself in your package if it's something you want to do. So those are the types of things to keep in mind if you are going to work with Airbnbs. Step number three, brush up on your skills for the platforms that you selected. You can test them out using your own social media accounts. And this will double as proof of your skill set. You can create a case study for this. I have episodes and YouTube videos on that. You can find some great tutorials here within the training library on my Sugar Punch community, on my YouTube, or you can invest in courses specific for social media managers. Depending on when you listen to this, I do have some plan to be released in 2023. So check my website if I have any on those yet. Step number four, do your research on your audience. Why do they need your help? What do they hate doing? What's their goal and why can't they reach it on their own? So the answer to this is usually they're just too busy or they don't know what works best. They're overwhelmed. They actually hate having to post and create social media content. So knowing this is going to help you create your packages and talk about your services in a way that makes it very clear that you're able to help with their specific struggles. You understand you're not judging them and you're here to help. Step number five, get professional. This will help you present yourself as a professional social media manager and help your clients feel comfortable booking your services. Aside from creating a personal brand, you'll need to also set up a booking form for discovery calls, create a case study to show to potential clients. Again, I have an episode and a YouTube video on that and create a new email account address. So you can use your current email as long as it's easy to remember and professional. So you could use like socialmediamanager at gmail.com, but you don't want to use I love pink cupcakes 1234 at gmail.com. Eventually you'll need a website, but you can start with a Canva link and Canva has tutorials how to create little websites and templates and things on their website in their blog, give it a Google, give it a YouTube, and it'll help you get it set up. Step number six, plug yourself in. There are three places to start hanging out, and that is getting friendly with other social media managers. So aside from not feeling so alone, it'll also help to know that you have others that you can lean on, ask questions, get referrals from. I can't tell you how many other social media managers have sent leads my way because they were full-on clients or didn't work with the specific niche that I work with. 
You can also post content that your audience is interested in so that they discover you on the different social media platforms. But, and this is a big but, don't just wait around for them to find you. You can go out and find and connect with them too. Figure out where they're hanging out, get their attention in a valuable way, and start having conversations. And you can also join groups that social media managers or your audience are hanging out in. The bigger your circle, the more opportunities you'll have. My private Sugar Punch community for social media managers is a great place to hang out with other supportive social media managers. The link for that is in the show notes. Now, step number seven, decide on your pricing. Every social media manager charges their own rates and it can greatly differ from one to the next. The prices you charge should be based on several personal factors like your desired income, work hours, expenses, and taxes. One of the biggest mistakes new social media managers make is pricing their packages too low. I have an episode on this and a YouTube video plus a template in my template shop to help you calculate your packages easily. Number eight, tell people about your services. Often, people don't know what you do, how you can help them, or even if you have openings unless you tell them repeatedly. Post on your social media accounts and share with friends and family because you never know who knows someone who needs your help. Getting that first client is really the biggest hurdle. Step number nine, don't wait for it to be perfect before you start. What holds a lot of people back from starting their social media management business is feeling like you have to have everything put together and perfect before you can start talking to potential clients. I think you should have the basics down, like your services and pricing, and then start trying to connect with clients. It can take a few weeks to a couple of months before you get your first client. So if you push that off, you're spending that amount of time doing things that you aren't getting paid for versus developing them as you need them for your client. You can improve your client experience as you go. This process is never completed in my opinion. It's always under development as your skills develop and your team grows. And step number 10, find your first client. Not knowing where to find the best clients is one of the biggest struggles new social media managers face when building a sustainable business. It can lead to frustration, stress, and add to the pressure of needing that extra income stat. There's a treasure trove of places to look that aren't low budget, they aren't oversaturated marketplaces like Fiverr and Upwork, and if you're feeling stuck, go back a step and make sure that it feels like it's in alignment. It might be a sign that you need to reassess if something just isn't working. And if you do want a list of 35 of the best places to find social media management clients, you can find a link to get that guide for free in the show notes. And remember, when you're deciding on these things, they're flexible. If you decide you want to offer more services, you can. If you want to reduce your services, you can. If you want to focus on just Instagram, go right ahead. Or if you want to be able to offer web design and email marketing alongside social media management, nobody can stop you. You are in the driver's seat and you get to decide what you do. This level of freedom is one that you've been dreaming about. But now that you have it, using it can be really overwhelming. I completely understand, which is why having these actionable steps can really help give you a sense of direction. It also helps to get feedback from others in the industry. So if you get stuck, 
I recommend posting your questions in the private Sugar Punch community for social media managers so that you can get input based on others' experiences. We've had people discussing niches, packages, platforms, proposals, and everyone has been incredibly helpful. That's all for today. I hope you found this helpful. If you have any friends who are struggling with knowing how to build their social media management business, share the link to this episode with them and help them out. And if you're not already following the podcast, make sure you hit the follow button or the plus button in Apple Podcasts so you can get brand new episodes delivered straight to your podcast app every Friday. Thank you so much for listening. I'll catch you next time. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. Learn more about my digital template shop, online courses, and mentorship program by going to my website at sugarpunchmarketing.com. And while you're there, make sure you join my safe, supportive community created exclusively for social media managers. It's 100% free to join and packed with really amazing resources, trainings, and people. See you next time.